0: Uh, It was on my heart to share this testimony that I heard Uh, recently, Benny Hinn had some health challenges and uh, when he was resting, the Lord gave him this dream and in this dream he was standing in the line at the gates of heaven. And he said that Jesus was at the gate and there was a woman playing an organ. So each person would approach the gate and he would nod yes. And um, the woman would play the music, the entrance music, eventually got to this man where the Lord just said no, and he said that he could feel the terror that that man felt from the rejection and him pleading his case, you know, so he didn't make it, and eventually Benny Hinn got to the front of the line, and he said the Lord turned and looked at him, and the organist turned and looked at him, and the Lord said, I'm watching you, and the dream ended.
1: Jesus this ain't no game folk folk that made it a game this is a war I'm telling you so it's that's some serious stuff again you have to remember something Jesus died for you and maybe some people think that's an idle thing but it ain't that man that man you got, you got, I swear I'm gonna let y'all go in a second At least we had to end in standing, (laughs) okay? But I want to help you understand something. In order for Jesus to come here, they had to. This is gonna sound weird. This is gonna sound weird. They had to change him and turn him into something else because he wasn't human. So and you gotta. I want you to remember this. God's son had to be reduced down to a cell. I want you to think about this. Jesus is a God in heaven, and they reduced him down to a cell that you can't see under a microscope. I want you to think about that. And Jesus didn't know this happened to him. He had to find this out about himself as he grew up. Reduced him down to a cell and then placed him in a woman's body. And that was blown away because he said the power of the Holy Ghost is that's a high level of creativity, folks. That's why I said that Jesus went into the temple and read in the scripture and said he found himself in the scripture. Okay. And so, so he had to be born, and, and he's a child, and he knows there's something special about him but doesn't know what. By the time he got to be probably three or four, he was already being caught up to heaven to let them know, this is who you are. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Then he grows up as an adult, you know, he does all the stuff that he does, and he had to... When he died on the cross, he had to be beaten. The Bible says, in the Poverty Jesus movies, throw in the trash. The Bible says, when he was beaten, you could not recognize it was ever a man. That wasn't the hard part. Then on the cross, it says, God, his father, placed every sin that ever would exist on him. That's not the bad part. Bad part is when he said this Father, into your, watch this, into your, first of all, he said this, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because after his father placed all the sin on him, and he was the sacrificial lamb, God can't look at sin. So he had to turn his back on his own son. And Jesus felt that. He felt that. He said, why have you forsaken me? You didn't have to turn away like that. God said, I can't look at you. Okay. And so and that's why Jesus said into your hands, I commence my spirit because I'm going to a place where I won't know you. Mm. go to a place where I won't know that you can come and rescue me. Jesus was not in hell knowing that his father was going to rescue him. He was there in hell as a sinner, not as a son. So he had to trust that what his heavenly father had promised him was going to happen. That's why he said into your hands I convinced my spirit. Then he had to go down there and if you experienced three seconds of what he experienced in hell your mind would snap and your body would die. If you experienced three seconds of it, three seconds. If they just give it, you don't have to experience it, if they just give it to you in a dream and you experience the full weight of hell for three seconds when you wake up, your mind will snap and your body will die. He was down there over three days. The Bible says that uh, said that the demons had piled on top of him. That's why I said when his father activated him, and said Jesus threw off principalities because they were holding him down, tormenting him holding them down. I want you I don't know this is graphic, but I, and you need to understand something. See, for people that don't repent of their sins and go to hell by rejecting Jesus, in hell they're going to torment you with what you did on planet Earth. And so since all of them are on Jesus, I can't explain to you what he went through down there. I can't tell you what they were doing with his sexual organs. I can't tell you what they were doing when they were biting his, biting his body and eating it and then it grows back. I can't tell you about the bugs that were going in inside of his nose. can't tell you. I'm holding back greatly. So your heavenly father looks at this as like, my son went through that type of anguish. and You can't live for me while we're trying to bless you every day. You rather follow Tupac and, and all these other people out here and you watch Facebook, you rather follow that and live in sin and, and mess about it. We try. we died for you. What else can we do? Then Romans eight thirty two. i gave you jesus how much more will i freely give you everything else you worried about a car and i killed my son for your behind thinking i got a problem with you having a rolls royce or a nice house and i killed my son for your behind because you're listening to these idiots out here okay so take this stuff seriously so with that dream that's why the lord is taking it and see see that dream that dino shared helps you understand why the scripture says the ministers stand in the greater judgment because these people gonna make decisions based on what you told them and how you treated them and as a pastor if you mistreat your people guess what they're gonna think God agrees with your mistreatment so they're gonna feel bad about themselves based on how you treat them and you treat them like a slave to stand on those shoulders and make a name for yourself instead of raising up as kings as they stood on your shoulder I'm not the one to lose my reward not gonna happen when I tell you I'm making it to the end. That's a done deal. I told them yesterday if I know that God is telling me to give this ministry to another man and I know it's God, I will turn that thing over the next Sunday. That's the type of man that I roll with. Bishop Oedipo got the church two or three thousand. Lord told him, he said, Angel that Church, that's your assistance. Gave him the assistant church immediately. Assistant took it to hundred thousand and then Bishop Oedipo's, his went to seven hundred thousand simply because it wasn't his in the first place. If it ain't yours, you can give it away. But if it's yours, you're going to keep it forever and run it on your own. (sighs) So it's very serious. And that's why for two, three hours yesterday, I was so emotional, just crying, 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 because what I just shared with y'all, most of the planet don't know. And that's the ones that go to church. So you become a big boy and... When God says, okay, we found a group that is worthy, they're not perfect, but they keep getting better and better, and they're trying to humble themselves, and they're trying to walk in everything in the Bible, and they keep asking us to convict them and to chastise them, and so you know what, I think this might be the group that's worthy of the revival, because when God give a church revival, I, I told you, most churches will never experience revival. They might experience growth, but not revival. Because, it, because when a revival comes, you've got to follow God. Because it's His fire, not yours. And most guys, if revival comes, they're going to control it. They want to they talk about revival on social media all day. Revival is saying thing that's birthed in private, based on you killing yourself. You got to kill yourself so the revival don't kill you. You already did, so how can I die twice? I just, you know, I can't figure it out sometimes. It's like, how in the world is the Lord going to win this battle? And now you can understand why I've been kind of tiptoeing about jumping into it. Just kind of tiptoeing around the battle, just watching it, just watching it. Just saying like, I'm going to have to jump in. I'm going to have to, because if I don't, too many people will be lost. And not wanting to be telling ass with you, let me tell you something. If I was a single man, I'd be one of the most dangerous men on the planet. There are simply things I just don't do so that my wife and kids don't have to do stuff. There are things that I even don't do that the congregation has to do with. But i am just, I'm just watching it. I just, I just and I'm I'm there now. I've just been tiptoeing around, just looking at it, just watching it. I'm just like, I'm gonna have to jump in. I'm gonna have to jump in. I know if I jump in, both sides are gonna attack me. It's like what I won't be jumping, you know, like Conor McGregor says in the UFC. He said, I ain't come to take apart, I came to take over. And that's the unfortunate thing. When I jump in, it won't be to take sides, it'll be to take over. And I got a big axe, and uh, so that's where we are. So you'll see, Before these years, out you see. But you know, in order to do that, the Lord had to connect us to another man that does that, Bishop Oyutupo. A ministry that some of you will see it over the next few years. I'll take you over there, but that thing will scare you. That thing. I'm gonna tell you something that that thing will scare you. you know, I took them over there. And, and, you know, I, I'm kind of used to it a little bit. And I took him over there, and Savannah and my wife, and Marlon and Randall, and stepped in office. Service ain't even started yet. They just fix the stuff. And you went there, and you hear them people say amen for the first time. An army. And that thing shakes you. And, and you know, I'm grinning. And I'm, I'm getting ready to look over, ask them what they think about it. All of them sitting down crying. <laughs> I think Violet got her towel over her face just like this. Like, Lord. Marlon was so messed up. Marlon was so messed up that he got on his knees and leaned over my wife's lap, holding my hand, weeping. That's where the Lord connected to us, because that's where we're going. But it got to be birthed, y'all. Okay, so you don't get that. You don't get a chance to walk in that power and stay at home with everybody else. You don't get a chance to do that. I'm not talking about anybody else. There are many great churches out here, don't get me wrong in order to do this that I'm getting ready to do. And when I say I, every time you see her say I, you in that I. And that I is in Jesus, so don't, don't get this twisted. There are just some things that would be impossible for this ministry to do if it wasn't for other people. The music is one part of it. The prophetic side is one part of it. The inner healing and deliverance is one side of it. The people that are on the prayer call pulling the ministry forward while the rest of us work. It's every, and all of those parts are pulling this thing forward and it's turning it, it's 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 like a problem for the enemy behind the scenes and it's hard for him to get us because they don't know what we're doing because we don't hardly broadcast nothing. We put in bits and pieces and they gotta call people. What is Turnbull doing and what is Lionheart Church doing? They don't know because I'm staying real quiet all of the time. I'm getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so now it's about to explode. And people that's finding out about us, people from around the world, got called from Africa and Ireland this week. Can we please use your content? Please. It says as long as you don't charge, you can use it. So, I mean, that's a heavy weight when God may have to use you to touch the whole planet. That's a heavy weight. So y'all better get ready. Lord already showed me. There will be some of you all that we will have to fly you to other states to cast demons out of people. I'm getting ready to start something right now called All In, the School of Spiritual Growth. I'll be calling y'all It's going to be a fast track For people For spiritual growth They come to this church You go through these classes It'll be several weeks When the class is over with We stand you down front Lay hands on you For a special anointing For growth And you get a nice certificate the Lord is showing All of this stuff with me It's for speed He's trying to get As many people Into the kingdom as possible But he first Had to make the ministry Invincible It's only invincible Because we in him And not on ourselves Amen Alright cool that's got to be a whole second sermon all by itself. I'm glad I waited. I got to split that up in two. Y'all good? All right. The <laughs> father said, I think I am. Hey, God is watching us all. And not for the purpose of trying to kill you. God ain't trying to kill you. God is just trying to want you to just see how worthy you will become to get what Jesus already owns. When God says, you will share in the inheritance that Jesus has. We don't even know how big the universe is. Other men caught up to heaven and talk about that. Dude, there are dimensions that are above the throne of God. They said there are thousands and thousands and thousands of dimensions. And they said those dimensions are also expanding like the universe. Jesus on all of that. Told you about the young Chinese girl. Go up to heaven and the Lord said, let me take you to my house. I mean, Jesus got a house, a real one. And the girl is. I want you to think about where we are going to be forever. And he opens up the door to one of his rooms in his house. And it's the universe. And he told the girl, this is just where I tinker around sometimes. This is, the universe is where you tinker around? Because you serve a big God, not a small God. And if he's a big God, he don't have no small children. And where you are right now, that's laugh laughable compared to where God wants you to bed and where He's taking you. So let me pray so we can get about of here. Father in Jesus name, we thank you, O Lord God, for what you are doing in this ministry. Thank you for this. Next level that you've brought into a different dimension where things are deeper, things are raw, things are more intimate, Things are more emotional, the experiences are greater, for the purpose of killing us all, so that you might live through us all. Thank you, O Lord God, for this presence and His power, going with your people give them experiences, let you and your Father come in fellowship with them, show them the universe, show them the future, show them the eternity that you have for them. Thank you, O Lord God, for it. Bless you and honor you for it. Thank you, O Lord God, for keeping us in perfect peace. Thank you that your hand goes before us all and protects us from the hand of the enemy. Thank you, O Lord God. Thank you, Father thank you, O Lord God, for making us kings forever and ever. Amen. I'm not going to make no announcements on that. I just, I don't even know what to announce. So just give somebody a hug, tell them to have a blessed day, and uh, we'll get this ship rolling.